1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. It's behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you Thursday morning, week 14, Ravens week. That's right, we are in Ravens week. This is a big one. This is the Ravens in Pittsburgh, so that makes it a little bit even nicer uh, in that respect. Oh man, getting to this point, the way the Steelers are is kind of what I was hoping for coming out of the bye. I mentioned it on skill show. I brought this up before and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned to you all my, my nerds of steel here. And that is if the Steelers could, you know, start to get on a little bit of a roll, you know, go three and one in the third quarter of the season. And yeah, we're going to break down the third quarter of the season. That's what we're going to do here today. So if the Steelers could do that, that would make, the game against Baltimore relevant and the game against Baltimore is relevant because if the Steelers are managed to win this game, look out because then they have the opportunity to really be back into the mix with things. So I'm excited about it, that the Steelers did what they had to do would have been great if they went four and but you know, Cincinnati won Super Bowl last year. They split with them. You know that's that's pretty good. So you you need to get one of the two from Baltimore for sure. You're better off getting the first one, especially in Pittsburgh. This would this is going to be a big game. I'm excited about it. But before we get into all that, we've got plenty to talk about before I break down uh, the game coming up. And, and I can't help myself, even when I do some of the numbers I'm going to do here in the first half of the show. Uh, occasionally, I'm going to throw in some comparisons to Baltimore just because this is the team that Coach Tomlin talked about that said, hey, takes two to tango, and they're a good dance partner. In other words, they're the team that's there that you can count on almost every year to be competitive with the Steelers, and this is just what they do. This is how things work with, from for these two teams. So let's go ahead and take a look at, at the Steelers here. Ooh, the Zebra technology stat of the week. This is what's really nice about doing the Zebra technology stat of the week. It's the next-gen stat of the week, sorry, because Zebra Technologies is who has the technology to do the next-gen stats. The more the Steelers win, you know, each week when they win, the, the more likely that I'm going to get a Steelers stat, and it's going to be in a good way. So once again, there's three this week. And one of them made the quote-unquote main page because they do specific stats of the week for the NFL, and then they break them down more by position. The Steelers had a stat of the week in the NFL, and that stat was they were the tight end stats. and that was a plus 43. That was Pat Framuth gained positive 43 Y-A-C-O-E. Okay, what is Y-A-C-O-E? Um, that is yards after catch over expected. So he had 43 yards of yards after catch over expected on his 57-yard second quarter catch in week 13. Um, it's the fourth most YACOE on a single play in week 13, 16th most of any receiver on a play this season, and third most on a play this year among tight ends. So Pat Farramuth got that ball. It, he wasn't expected to bust that for seven, for 57 yards. Uh, But he did. So there's one, Pat Pat Friermuth. Then we go into Najee Harris, who kind of, when it came to the stats, was more poo-pooed on than anything else, but not this time. Najee Harris may finally be turning things around as the Steelers running back gained 86 yards on 17 carries. His plus 15 rushing yards over-expected was sixth-highest. And Harris was one of six running backs to hit a rushing yards over expected over 10 yards. So he had 10 more yards than what was expected. And there was one more that I've got to look at. This time it comes courtesy of the defense. Courtesy of the defense. And that is Minka Fitzpatrick intercepted Marcus Mariota's pass intended for Drake London to seal a win for the Steelers. Since 2018, Minka Fitzpatrick has a ball hawk rate of 22.6%, which is the second best minimum of 150 targets, and a minus 59.0 target EPA, which is fourth best in the NFL. So there are three stats that are there from the Zebra Technology Stat of the Week. There they are. All right. Now, I'm finally doing something. It. I had to tweak it a little bit. I really did, simply because all these bye weeks and when they fall and everything. I I was saying before, when the Steelers headed into the bye, and as they were coming out of the bye, one of the things I said that I wanted to do was, the Steelers' ranks are going to be down. They're, They're just going to be down, and they're going to stay down because of how poorly the season started. So you want to see these ranks rise up, and you'll see in the second half, they're they're creeping along. They're creeping along in the right directions. The Steelers can keep stacking wins. But what could be really exciting is looking at their stats since the bye. Well, I like to break the season into four quarters, just like Mike Tomlin likes to do. And to me, the third quarter is done. The Steelers had eight games before the bye. So that first quarter, second quarter, third quarter was the next four games coming out of the bye, you could call this next one the pivotal game because it might not fit in anywhere, but I'm kind of leaving the last five games to to finish off the season. Where you stick that extra game in now that there's 17 games, it depends on where your bye is and everything else, but that's kind of how I I have it. I'm kind of looking at the Steelers just finished their third quarter of the season, and they finished three and one, but how are they doing in just that quarter compared to what, you know, dropping off those first eight games and just looking at it that way. So the question is, what do I do? How do I filter it? And it was really difficult to do this. Like I would have loved to say each team's last four games. I would have had to look everything up on a team-by-team basis. So what I did was that I looked at the third quarter of the season as week nine through week 13. Now, the Steelers were on bye week nine. There was a number of teams. A lot of teams had a buy in their weeks nine, 10, 11, and 13. There was no buy in week 12. Um, no teams were on bye over Thanksgiving because it just it makes the Sunday slate too small if there's three games on Thursday and then there's still byes. So that's just the way that the NFL does it. So there's a bunch of teams that had their byes in there. But, of course, I did it with average. So some teams were dealing with five games. Some teams were dealing with four games. I decided to go ahead and include week nine, even though the Steelers didn't have a game, because I didn't want teams to only have, have three games in there. I just felt that that wouldn't make the numbers near, nearly as accurate. Uh, when in doubt, include an extra game rather than one game short. So what I did was I went through and looked at the key statistics that I normally look at when it comes to rankings. So I broke that down and you'll see how, this, how these compare. I might even, in the second half, I'll probably go ahead and reference back to these. But I, this is the main crux of the show. And that's why I'm doing it first, even though then you'll get what the other rankings are, to just show where the Steelers are looking at just the last quarter of the season. So here we go. Let's look at offense first. The Steelers, when it comes to yards, just yards gained. They average 351 yards per game. That's 13th in the NFL. That's much higher than what they are from when you use the whole season. So that just goes to show that what they've done over the last four games, they're 13th in yards. They are 12th in the NFL in points at 23.25. The Steelers are fourth in the NFL in rushing over the last four games, over the last quarter of the season, averaging 161.25 yards per game. And the Steelers, um, through the air, they are tied for 24th, averaging 189.75 yards per game. Now – when you're rushing the ball well, you don't have to throw it as much. So that's kind of to be expected there. But they're tied. And what's interesting is who are they tied with? They're tied with the Ravens. That's right. They Over the last four games, the Steelers and the Ravens have the exact same amount of passing yards. Um, and, and the Ravens had their buy in there. So they were four games as well. Um, The Steelers have been sacked an average of 2.75 times per game. That is tied for 18th. Who are they tied with? The Ravens. (laughs) And the Steelers are the only team over the last quarter of the season who has not turned the ball over. Zero turnovers. That's an average of zero per game. That is first in the NFL all by themselves. That's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. So that—that's the Steelers' in offense. When you look at those rankings and compare them to what they are otherwise, they're basically cut in half. They're almost cut, except for the with with one exception, and that is passing yards. The Steelers with their passing yards. Are, are, are pretty much steady throughout the season right now when it comes to averaging per game. So where they've improved is in the run game, and therefore it's it's produced so much more of these last four games. Uh, let's go ahead and turn to the defense. Yardage. The Steelers have surrendered 297.5 yards per game. They are seventh in the NFL in, in overall yardage defense. So right now the Steelers, if you look at just the last quarter of the season, they are 13th overall offense, seventh overall defense because they go by yardage when they do these ranks. Though that means if the Steelers could have duplicated the kind of play they had in the third quarter and including their their record, they would be a playoff team. But they just that's just not who they were before they got there. You know, because they're they're in the top part of the league. Uh points uh surrendered on defense, that's uh 20.0. Um that's the average over the last four games. Uh that's tied for 12th. Rushing yards surrendered, 86.75 per game. That is sixth in the NFL. That is one more yard. Not one more yard per game, one more total yard. So 0.25 yards per game more than the Ravens that are right ahead of them. So the, over the last four games, those two teams are very equal. Okay, And through the air, the Steelers, remember, they were a few weeks ago they were dead last in the NFL but over the last four games they are 16th they are 16th okay um oh no oh sorry the air yards was the one that they were one yard more than baltimore sorry where where the steelers are averaging um 210.75 yards and it's the ravens that are that are 200 um um 210.5 yards so it's one more yard on through the air. When you're talking about rush defense, the Ravens are actually the first team in the NFL over the last four games. Sorry. They're, yeah, they're they're number 1 in the NFL in that one. So I just got those two mixed up. So I I, I hope that's straight now. So the Steelers and 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 Ravens are almost the exact same in pass defense and they're both doing very well in run defense. Um like i said it 's Ravens week you' got to compare back to them The Steelers are averaging 2.0 sacks per game over the last quarter of the season um, that 's tied for twenty second in the NFL and they are forcing one point seven five turnovers per game you know, that's seven seven takeaways in four games and that 's tied for fifth in the NFL so if you look at these rankings the the absolute worst ranking that the Steelers are um, are the main categories. Is in their pass offense, and that's 24th. Everything else, they are in the they are in the top half of the league, you know, with the worst being sixteenth of their pass defense. Everything else of those four major categories, they are in the top half of the league over the last four games. And now I know some people are going to be like, oh, Dave, but you know, look, look at who they were playing. You know, they played New Orleans, they played Cincinnati, and Cincinnati looks pretty good after this after the last couple games as well. Um they played Indy and they played Atlanta. And you're like, oh, well, look at that. Well, also look at the look at the Baltimore's last four opponents. It was the Saints, the same as the Steelers, because they played the Saints and then Baltimore went on by. So it's the Saints, the Panthers, the Jaguars, and the Broncos. A bunch of teams that aren't known. I mean, New Orleans is is probably the best offense out of all those rank wise followed by Jacksonville. But you know, and when they played the the Panthers, that's that was Baker Mayfield, which was not the best of what you saw from the Panthers. Um hence why they re- ended up releasing him. So, if you want to say that, you got to also look at some other teams that are doing right around the the same as the Steelers. Uh, in Baltimore and, and that they were in the same boat as well. So I just thought I'd really look at some of those numbers from the third quarter of the season. Cause I was really curious because I, you want to see them much better than their total, to, total, average. The Steelers have a lot of bad numbers from early in the year, pulling them down. They do. Now they were against good opponents and the Steelers weren't playing well. Let's see what the student, what the Steelers do against some quality opponents. Let's see what they do against Baltimore. And of course, people will talk about oh, Lamar Jackson, everything who did not practice on Wednesday, and it is—I would say—it's very doubtful that he plays this week. Um, they, the Ravens, won't say for sure he's not, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm fairly certain that he's not. So those are just there'll, there'll be a reason that people will want to poo-poo on it about it. But bottom line is a win over the Ravens is a win over the Ravens. And if the Ravens beat the Steelers, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. It's because they're going to bring it. And I'm really looking forward to this matchup. It's shaping up to be a really good one on Sunday. Now, I want to just hit a couple things from this past week's game because it's what I generally do. Um, Jeffrey Benedict and I, we did a a Steelers Vertex that is out this morning. It'll be out later this morning, depending on how early you're listening to this. Um, It's going to come out Thursday, probably around 9.30 Pittsburgh time. Um, If not, it'll be 11. But right around there. Or if there's other news that happens and it gets pushed back, that's about when it should be coming out. But our vertex this week is we were looking at the Steelers' run defense, specifically against the Falcons. Some people are like, well, why don't you look at more of the season? This is a weekly feature where we focus mainly on the last game. So the Steelers, it, it, when you look at the 146 yards they surrendered, which is really tough, especially after they only gave up 28 yards in the first half. But the Falcons only rushed the, rushed the ball six times in the first half. They were trying to do something with the pass. It wasn't working. They came out, even though they were down, and said we're going to stick with the run. They just didn't have enough time um, for that to completely pay off for them or didn't finish off enough drives. So – they they were able to run the ball very well in the second half. They've they've got a great offensive line when it comes to working as a unit in Atlanta. It really is something to watch them. If you if you want to see some really pretty teamwork blocking, watch the Atlanta Falcons offensive line. It really is impressive. That's what I want to see the Steelers get to. Um, I, I, I was I was really surprised at, at, at that. That that was pretty good stuff, but. When you look at it, you 're like, "Oh man, the Steelers gave up one hundred and forty six yards on the ground that 's the second most yards they surrendered, rushing the ball this season. The only game where a team rushed for more was the Browns rushed for one hundred and seventy one back in week three uh, but and you could look at it that way, oh man, but then when you turn around and look at it from the other side that the atlanta falcons yeah they 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 rushed the ball." um for for 146 yards but they averaged going into the game they averaged 160 yards so the Steelers held them under their average well how much did they hold them under their average well they they actually when you look at it held them to their that that 146 there was only 3 games that were lower than that so far they've only been held under 100 yards once and that was the and that was the Rams in week 2 um back when the Rams were still a formidable opponent um Cincinnati held him to not to, to just a little over a hundred yards, but that game was out of hand um so that's one carolina um was the next one, and that was close that was one thirty eight versus one forty six so the Steelers actually did much better compared to what the Falcons usually do. So that's another way to look at it. We went on this article. We broke down rushes to the middle, rushes to the right, rushes to the left. I did some stats there. So make sure you check that out. It's some really interesting stuff, but yeah, so there's kind of two ways to look at it there with the Steelers. Yeah. They gave up their second most rushing yards of the season, but it was also against a team that, you know, they they held better than what they normally do. I think that's going to be key this week. I really do. I think that's going to be important with Baltimore. Baltimore's going to get some rushing yards. They, you're not going to shut them down to twenty some rushing yards. I, I just that that's so rare to do that to anybody, let alone one of the best rushing teams in the NFL. So to me, the key is is making sure that you that the Steelers, you know, limited as much as possible, um, you know, getting, getting key stops on key downs and things of that nature. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take the break and come back and, and break down these, these exact rankings for the season of the Steelers and, and Ravens, see how they compare um, going into this week. So stick around. We'll be right back. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Let's get into this. Thank you for sticking with me. Whew, I wonder what the commercials were this time. It really, really doesn't matter. Let's see Let's see what it is. Let's break this down, look at these numbers, and I, I'm like, let's get out of here. I want to get to this game. I want to get to this game. I want this game to get here soon. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited and nervous. It's, it's like it's Christmas. Uh, here we go. Let's look at the offenses first. Two different offenses, the, the the way they have doing stuff, but not not overly, because the Steelers, even for the season, they they still rank higher than the Ravens in, in 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 one thing on offense, shockingly, and and here we go, overall yardage, the Ravens are the fourteenth. Offense in the league with yardage, they average 100 or sorry, 100 pff, 350.2 yards per game. That's 14th, and the Steelers they are 316.3 yards a game. That is 26th. But which direction are the Steelers going? You know, I talked about that. What that was before. I mean, my goodness, they were the 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 the, the Steelers were were 13th. They were half that in just the last three games. But if you look at it, that has moved up from 28th. Um, So at least it's going in the right direction, Baltimore points. This is where it really matters. This is, they they do, once again, they're better in points than they are in yardage. On um, when it comes to offense, they average 23.8 points per game. That's 12th in the NFL. But remember, that takes into account any kind of defense or special team scores as well. Uh, the Steelers, they are, they are 28th in the NFL with 27, sorry, 17.8 points per game. So that's creeping up. That was at 17.0 for a while. So, uh, they're kind of holding steady. Uh, They were at 31st points-wise in the bye week, and they moved up to 28. They kind of held there. Steelers are still settling for a lot of field goals. I'd love to see more touchdowns than field goals when it ultimately comes down to it when you look at your drives. Running the ball. Here you go. Baltimore Ravens, 157.8 yards per game. That's third in the NFL. That's, that's who they are. That's their identity. The Steelers, 117 yards per game. That's 16th in the NFL. The Steelers have entered the top half. They jumped up from 21st to 16th last week. Just So the, the, the running game is really getting going for the Steelers. Let's see how this goes on Sunday. And then, of course, through the air, the Ravens, 192.4 yards per game. That's 26th they're behind the steelers believe it or not who are 199.3 yards per game which is 24th which is what they were over the last 3 games and that's kind of where they're where right around where they're holding um for the season bouncing between 23rd and 25th um when you can run the ball you don't have to pass it it's 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 that simple uh you saw what Atlanta does you saw what the steelers have been doing you know what Baltimore's was going to try to do That's just kind of how it goes. Let's look at some of these other things, uh, some of these other measurables. Uh, The Ravens have been sacked 28 times. The Steelers have been sacked 32 times. The Ravens have turned the ball over 14 times. So have the Steelers. Now, remember, that was 14 five weeks ago. So the, the, the Steelers have been holding steady there. So they're, that's pretty evenly matched up there. Let's turn to these defenses. Okay, This is where I think this game is ultimately going to lie. The, the, the Ravens' defense, they give up 330.5 yards per game. That's 13th in the NFL. Where the Steelers give up 362.6 um, yards per game, that is 24th in the NFL. Uh, Points. The Ravens only give up 19.7 per game. That's ninth in the NFL, while the Steelers give up 23.1. That's 19th in the NFL. Rushing defense. This is the strength of both of these teams. The Ravens give up 82.5 yards per game. That's second in the NFL where the Steelers give up 107.5. That is seventh in the NFL. Now both of these teams have been, you know, lurking around the bottom when it comes to passing yards. Uh, it, it really is the case: uh, 248 yards surrendered uh, for the Ravens; they're 25th in the league. 255.1 yards surrendered for the Steelers; they're 28th in the league. They're, I mean, it, it wasn't all that long ago that the Ravens were last. Then the Steelers fell into last. Now neither one of them's last. I think it might be it, this game might come down to which team actually can pass the ball better. The, that's the that's the the weaker parts of the defense, but it's also the weaker parts of the offense. That'll be really interesting to see. Um, The Ravens have 37 sacks in the season to the Steelers 23. The Steelers have just not been getting it done in the sack department this year. Um, I don't know if it's a Keith Butler thing. I don't know if it's a T.J. Watt being out for a bunch of games thing. But even coming back, even with T.J. Watt back, even though he's not exactly himself – The the sacks haven't taken off. I mean, my goodness, they got they got seven sacks the first game, and it's just been nowhere close to that ever since. And then when it comes to takeaways, the Ravens have 20 while the Steelers have 17. So this is the difference between a team and the Ravens that are, I guess technically you would say tied for the for the lead in the AFC North at eight and four. Versus the Steelers, who were at the bottom of the AFC North at five and seven. So it's that there's some slight differences there, but I if you've watched the Ravens play over the last several weeks, it's not that they're like, oh, this team is so dominant. I would love nothing more than for the Steelers to do what they did last season. What did the Steelers do last season? It was they the the Ravens, they were, I'm pretty sure they were the number one seed in the AFC. They were, you know, they're definitely the number one team in the AFC North. But they're the number one seed in the AFC, came into Pittsburgh, didn't convert the two-point conversion, and didn't win another game. They lost all the rest of their games the rest of the season. Boy, it would be nice for a repeat there. It's also great, you know, the Steelers have a four-game winning streak against the Ravens. I don't expect that to go on for that much longer, but that doesn't matter it's it's a different team for the steelers they just got to get out there and find a way to win this game so some things that i think the steelers can do maybe some from more of a number standpoint in order to win this game i already met- mentioned one you need a higher ratio of touchdowns to field goals the last two games the steelers have have scored on 5 Offensive possessions. But but it was two touchdowns the one week, only one touchdown last week, and that's what keeps the points down. The Steelers need to finish off drives. They're doing a much better job of moving the ball, but if they can finish off drives with touchdowns, you know, get get at least a couple, that's really going to help them a lot this week. Then they've also got to look at shoring up some things that weren't working so well in stopping the run this past week because Atlanta's, you know, they were, they were the number four team running the ball, uh, but now they're going up, now the Steelers are going up against the team that was now the number three team when it comes to running the ball. So that's going to be key that you've got to also be able to to shut down not shut down but but contain the quarterback runs even though it's it's likely not Lamar Jackson as coach Tomlin said they do a great job the Steelers do a great not the Steelers the ravens did a great job of getting players of you know st- Similar skills at quarterback to where you're not just throwing out the playbook. I I said this before with Ben Roethlisberger, and and people are like, oh well, why don't they have Josh Dobbs be the backup? Um, But so that way they could maybe run some special packages with him. If you if you have special packages that you're running with your quarterback, that's your backup quarterback. That means they don't do close to the same things that your starter does. And that means if you have to make a change, you have to change a lot. That's not always the easiest thing to do. Um, And some teams, they just take that philosophy of, hey, let's get a quarterback as a backup that's similar to what we have as a starter. So that way, if there's, if someone has to come in, you don't have to make some wholesale changes. It's a pretty good philosophy, but that's what I, I look for the, for the Ravens to do. And um Huntley, I, I can never remember his first name because uh I think it's Tyler, Tyler Huntley. Um the Steelers faced him in week 18 last year. They did, and and, and he ran the ball. I don't have the exact numbers for me because I didn't didn't really, you know, that that's a different team, as Coach Tallman said. So that's still something for them to look at. Um I'm excited with this Steelers team moving forward just because they're growing. Now they have a a stronger test. How are they going to grow going up against a stronger opponent than what they faced the last couple of weeks? It's one thing to grow with, with, what with, with what they have. Now, if you can, if you can take that growth and then apply it to a better opponent, it you know, it, it's kind of like when you're, when you're, I, I keep thinking of like, of like bass, like a basketball scrimmage and you're, you're, you're practicing and you're, and you're playing uh, you're, Scrimmaging yourself and playing your playing yourself at practice and things like that. It's not until you can get out and take on a stronger opponent that can really tell you what it's all about. Like if, like, like, if you have all these practices leading up to it and your number one team, Oh yeah, look, look, they're doing great. Well, they're going up against your number two team. What do they look like when they go up against somebody else's number one? What do they look like when they go up against a number one powerhouse? Things of that nature. So you to it. To really improve, I want to see them see what they can do against a quality opponent. Who you know what? I did a lot of numbers. I didn't run long as I sometimes do. So I'm just going to say, soak it all in, and let's just get ready for this Ravens Week matchup. Who make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts, our entire line. I, you've you've got uh, the. Know your enemy that, that happened last night that you could check out still on the audio side. What Yin's talking about will be coming up here shortly after me. Uh, I always enjoy checking out those things. Uh, and then the Steelers preview is tonight on on YouTube, Facebook Live. You can get it there. And then it comes out on the audio side late at night and you'll get another Let's Ride tomorrow. You'll get it Here We Go, the Steelers show. That's one of my favorites. I like. I, I keep saying I could listen to KT Smith all day. Um, if, man, if only that guy talked more numbers. Uh, we could we could probably converse for hours upon hours that 's why we don 't do a show together did a q and a with him this summer, man, that was fun but uh but that if you got Kevin and I going oh kevin jeffrey, and i i don 't know if we could contain that if we ever uh got together the three of us on a show that that would be insane but uh check out k t Smith hey and then we 've got you know two YouTube shows on Friday. Uh, State of the Steelers returns this weekend. He had uh, his, he, he, you know, truly was a Minka Fitzpatrick. Missed one week with the emergency appendectomy, and then he's coming back. So, uh, big game. I'll hit you with some last minute thoughts on Sunday morning. Make sure you check that out and check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. dot com. It is your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, lots of good conversation and things going on there. Lots of breakdown. If nothing else, go check out the Vertex on the Steelers run defense from this past week that Jeffrey and I have out later today. And as I always say to finish these out, not only do I have to say, you know, thanks for joining me, but thanks for geeking out with me.